Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning. It is Wednesday, September 28th. It is 8.43. The Bank of England has just eased. And the market is going crazy. Centoli is on the screen uh, going nuts. Uh, but essentially, this is the equivalent of our uh, federal bank easing rates. Um, and, and, you know, whatever you think about um, the central bank or, or Powell or whatever, um, it is going to be, um, it, it moved markets uh, by a big way. Uh, the, the bond market was broken in England. Um, you know, the Britain buying bonds is the equivalent of adding liquidity, which adds inflation and is the opposite of the rest of the world. So that's why CNBC's and news organizations over the next day will make such a big deal about it is their bond market was broken. I mean, that's the, that's the essential thing. And, and the, the futures were way down. Uh, we're talking about 250, 300 points on the Dow, <clears throat> almost uh, 150 points um, on the, the S&P, I believe. Uh, it was just way down. Now you're up 200 points, 167 on the Dow. But it's going to be a volatile, volatile section. Um, but I wanted to start it out with Zevin on YouTube asked me a question yesterday. And he said, hey, give me your fo- top five long-term dividend plays. Um Dividends, I kind of explained it on YouTube yesterday. Dividends are a little bit hmm, disingenuous. There's tax implications on dividends this year because buybacks are going to be taxed at 1%. So companies may be more inclined to pay dividends than they were before. That Before they were just um, interested in buying back their stock, taking off uh, you know, market cap. Uh, now they might be a little bit more interested, but essentially, you know, the top five dividend plays, dividends that I take are um, in the Spider, XL, XLV, XLE, XL, you know, whatever industry you want to, the consumer discretionary, which I think is XLT. Um, I don't exactly know all of them, but um, those those pay off a good, a good dividend. They provide a good growth. Um, those are always great uh, because they're low cost. Um, MPLX, uh, Exxon, Chevron, um, MPLX plays like an 8% dividend. Devon plays like a 7% dividend. Um, but remember those are stocks that are not investing in their business. They are paying shareholders for, um, in, in despite of future growth. So the, the, the logic is if you pay a dividend, um, you won't necessarily grow your business, and so your stock price won't grow. So top five dividend players, it, it, it's it's probably more personal than I can get on this uh, this podcast because it's about the industry that you believe in um, and find the top dividend in, in that industry. Now, to that extent, uh, right now on YouTube, I'm showing this, 
and go to the live uh, YouTube and you'll see it. I'm on Finvis. And what I said was, I, I went to their screener. Uh, I want very high dividend payers of greater than 10%. Um, I want a 200-day moving average where the SMA is above the 200-day. Um, and I want last earnings per share growth uh, being positive. Um, these are just um, kind of alphabetical order. So let's look at one, BSM. <clears throat> I'm going to go to a new one. We'll t type this up. Um, Finviz. <clears throat> and, God, it's slow again. Um, but we're, we're going to pull this up. I'm going to look at some of these. BSM is the first one. Let's type in BSM. This is a Blackstone. Um, <clears throat> Blackstone Minerals LP. Um, you can look at their, their PE is 13.7. Their dividend is 10.81%. You're making a fortune. Uh, performance year to date, 50% above. Um, it's 10% below its 52-week high of $17. Now, let's go over here into TrendSpider, and we'll type in BSM, and it'll take a while to come up. Now, this isn't something, again, remember, these are probably in industries that um, are not growing, industri kind of this, what is it, Blackstone Minerals. Minerals and commodities have gone through a um, resurgence this year, and they're up, but overall, it's not a good industry to uh, to invest in. You can see this big leg down here. There's the button hook right there. And with the commodity uh, portion of September taking hold, it's gone down a significant amount. It's trading at 1562. Um, like we talked about, BSM trades between nine dollars and seventy cents. And 1736 within a 52 week range, it's 60 percent above its 52 week low. The 52-week low, um, you can you're not even seeing it on this uh, chart. But imagine if you bought this at 13, plus you're making a 10% dividend. Huge, huge. Let's look at the next one. Uh, Gringroid Shipping, Gringrod Shipping, G R I N. Um, and, and this is the, the reason why I'm doing this. This is a good way for you guys to try and find stocks to invest in and ask me questions. Go on, do your FinViz uh, screener and try and find something that's good. Grin Shipping pays a 14% dividend, two uh, on the PE. It is 17% below its 52-week high of $28, 86% above its 52-week low of $12. Um, this is a company that uh, shipping, an international shipping company, owns, charters, and operates a fleet of dry bulk carriers. Um, there's been a lot of uh, shipping companies that I've brought up on this. Um, it, Alliance Global Partners has a buy at $32. That was just in August. Jefferies resumed their coverage in April, a buy of $26. It's trading at $23 right now. So uh, let's. Go to the uh, algorithm in TrendSpider. And again, if you're, you're following on, on a podcast, go to my YouTube channel. Uh, the link is in the description. Uh, you can find it easily. 
uh, and, and look at today's live session. I'm showing you exactly what I'm looking at uh, as far as charts, as far as FinViz goes. So you just got out with a 45% uh, gain. This was one that back in July, it gave you a buy around $14, and it's been upward ever since. You got that button hook. You had this capitulation. It's kind of pointed its way down. But again, while you're enjoying this 40% gain, uh, you got a 14, what was it? Um, yeah, 14.04% dividend yield. So uh, go in, and again, all I did was dividend, go into the screener, dividend yield of higher than 10%, uh, price above the 200-day. Remember, the 200-day is a long-term moving average. So you want something that long-term hasn't broken the 200-day. Uh, if you want to look at something that's under the 200-day but pays a, you know, has a, a, a bounce opportunity uh, and pays a 10% dividend, look at that. Look at their earnings per quarter as being positive because you don't want something that's losing money. So there's a good way to try and find something. Um, you know, I always say, and I said this many times on the podcast, do not listen to some idiot on the internet just like you, you shouldn't listen to me. Um, so, uh, you know, what, one of the, and, and don't listen to idiots. This is a good note that I wrote myself. I was listening to my first millions podcast yesterday and, uh, Sam brought it up. JP Morgan, it was recorded on the day that the fed, um, made their September decision. And you guys remember we crashed on that day. Um, JP Morgan, uh, with their thousands of analysts put out a, uh, a note that said, the Fed prediction would be the best, either the best day ever or uh, down 5%. And, and you know, Sam and, and Sean were kind of making fun. Well, that's kind of moronic because, uh, you know, they put out these three scenarios. If it's 0.75, they thought the market was going to fly, just completely fly. Well, it was 0.75. And what did we do? We completely crashed. So they're wrong. Just completely, completely wrong. Um, from a macro standpoint, Apple would be down today a chance to buy. Uh, it just had a MACD cross-up as well, I believe. Uh, let's take a look. It is down 2% in the pre-market. I think it was down as much as 4% in the pre-market. Um, but uh, I forget which, which analyst put it out. They said that there is weak iPhone 14 demand, and so they will not be increasing their production. Um, that is, by the way, uh, it's a fairly hidden uh, note, but it's just the standard models. The pro models have demand, uh, greater than expected demand, and the, uh, the margins on the pros are better. So uh, who knows exactly what's going to happen, but we did have a MACD cross-up and showing it on my screen here. 151.75 and you're trading below that. Uh, Apple has a 38% chance of wins, so there are chances of losses, but I don't particularly trade Apple, so I don't look at the algorithm. The algorithm actually outperforms the asset. You make 38% on your 26 positions over a 1,000 candle. You only make 30% uh, buying and holding. Uh, again, that's with only a 38% win percentage. You lose 62% of the time. You gain 7.84% on average. Um, again, you can look 
this was a big part of that thousand uh, candles. Uh, this June 21st buy and the August 24th sell for a 24% gain. Uh, you've got quite a uh, a big uh, notch there. Uh, I, I again, I, I think you can get into Apple and be safe. Um, that is one of my big ones. Uh, other macro, uh, and my my note says this. You've seen the market over the past two days. It wants to rally. It rallies into the open. Um, it never holds. That's not good news. Uh, that typically is a market that is wants to go down. Um, uh, doesn't necessarily have the uh, the news to go down. But if there's one more bit of bad news, we're going to go down. Um, and, and they're talking about the bonds right now on CNBC. And it's it's not you know the bonds in England. It's not a good sign. Uh, the thought is that there will be more of a flight to the dollar, which makes the dollar stronger, which again, any of those international companies makes their earnings weaker. And you see Apple yesterday announcing that they're going to raise the prices for currency uh, devaluation. And so in overseas markets, they're going to take more of a share. They're going to charge more uh, in the app store. They're going to charge more for the phones, blah, blah, blah. So uh, keep your UVIXI. SPXU and SQQQ ready. Uh, also SARK if the growth stocks get hit. Right now the Dow is uh, scheduled to open at one, 132 points up. I would expect to see it sell off in the afternoon. So uh, keep those Uvixies and, and the VIX is at 33. Uh, it, it'll probably come down to 24 at some point in time. Santoli brought up a really good point. Um, equities went verticals, we hit 2%. And then they, they came back, vertical meaning down. So as the, the, the bond market hit 2%, we saw a sell-off, and then we saw it come back. Uh, when it hit 3%, same thing, huge leg down, that was June. Um, and, and then we saw the summer rally come back. So here in September, we see it hit 4%, sold off. The question is whether it will come back. Have those ETFs, um, you know, TQQQ, uh, UPRO, um, you know, and, and all of the other uh, bull markets, uh, you know, have them ready. Oil is down at 78. It's up slightly today. God, it's going to go to 100. The reserves need to be refilled. Um, China it has the potential of reopening. Um, all of those things will play on, on supply. So I think supply is going to greatly outweigh demand. The only reason it's down is because of the fears of recession. So uh, let's talk about Goldman Sachs. You guys remember I brought up Goldman Sachs before. Um, and I'm going to keep that one up. You know what? I'm going to go to this web page. Uh, Goldman Sachs, it's trading below its book value again. We saw a huge huge um, uh, influx into the, the financials as they traded around or below their uh, book value. Goldman Sachs is one you can see even in Finviz. It's just not supported. It's going down. Uh, 291 is where it's at. I think it's at 296 pre-market. But let's take a look at the algorithm. I don't see a cross-up <clears throat> anytime soon here. 
But with banks under the book value, I think you've got a good opportunity here. Again, remember this one traded all the way up to 360. Um, and it's come down pretty hard. Uh, this one has been a, a crazy. It's got these gaps up here that are unfilled. Um, you are out of it. If I expand this MACD, you'll see there is no soon. Um, that blue line doesn't look like it's about to cross up on that yellow line. It looks like it's going to continue to go down. The RSI is at 25. Uh, there is no reason for this one not to turn around. Again, under book value, I think Goldman Sachs is one that you can hang on to for a little while. Um, let's take a look at some of the... Uh, I want to move this down again. Um, it's hard on this MacBook to actually uh, look at all of this stuff. But um, let's take a look at Goldman Sachs. Their PE is 6.59. They pay a 3.43% dividend. Performance year-to-date, you're down 23%. So it's about the S&P. Um, Let's take a look at Bank of America because that is Warren Buffett's favorite. Their PE is nine. Uh, they pay a 2.8% dividend. Their performance year to date, they're down 31%. So either Goldman Sachs has more to fall, uh, but down 23%. Um, this one is 38% above below its 52-week high. It's 3% above its 52-week low. We go back to Goldman Sachs. I think it's a little bit higher than its 52-week low. Um, yeah, it's 4% above its 52-week low, 31% down below its 52-week high of 426. Um, I think you can get this one in the 290 range. And I believe that that's a, you know, their book value, see, $301.88. In banks, you want to trade on the book value. So I think it's a good, a, a good opportunity there. Let's take a look at Bank of America, what their book value is. Um, their book value is twenty nine fifty five, and it's trading at thirty dollars. By Goldman Sachs, Golden, I saw that today, and I said I got to put some long term money into Goldman Sachs. Um, okay, scans. <laughs> this is crazy. The only scan that I have conviction on is Apple. Apple crossed up, like I said, it's at 150 is the cross up. It will probably get you out with a loss um, in this, this algorithm. Uh, it's trading at 148. I say buy that dip. Uh, Apple probably will come down. If you say you're looking to put $1,000 into Apple, buying some uh, fractional shares, put $100 into it today. Put $200 into it today. Um, whatever you feel comfortable with, do not put the $1,000 in today because there's a possibility and a likelihood that we are going down further. This is the only scan that I say today. Again, Microsoft yesterday, I, I, I told you to buy it. Google, I told you to buy some of it. But Apple, Microsoft, and Google, I think those are ones that you add to your long-term portfolio. Um, CRM is one that came up in uh, the algorithm as well as a cross-up. Uh, I think this one had one in the morning yesterday as well. Um, it, again, with all of this floundering and selling in the afternoon, you get kind of these multiple cross-up, cross-downs. Um, you've got a ton of gaps above this. 
let's shrink this down. 148.86 is the the buy on this one. It is down to 146 in the afternoon in the uh, pre-market. I'm not as conviction played on this one, and the reason I'm not conviction play on this one, we'll go back into Finviz. The reason CRM I am not a huge fan of, the PE is 278. So it's still got downside to go. In my mind, it has been beaten down. Uh, Year to date, let's see, it is down 41%. It is 52% below its 52-week high. Uh, It is 2.83% above its 52-week low, but I don't think that 52-week low is actually um, representative. I think it goes lower. And that's why I say Apple is the only one that I think is a good long-term buy here. Um, the others you may trade, but my likelihood, you know, in my my opinion, the market's going down. It's just got to. Um, so I, I would rather see you play the ETFs if you're actually trading, because I think those are easier to trade than these companies, because the companies could come out with news, could come out with a crazy um, forecast on earnings, because we are going to see those earnings forecasts come down, and that's going to hit stocks. Um, Palantir, $7.63. It's trading right at that um, in the pre-market. That's a cross-up. Synopsis. This is one that came up on the uh, scan for ARC funds. Synopsis is one of their holdings. And again, this is one that you could probably trade just based on the action. Uh, This is one that uh, you can see some pretty significant Uh, There's a gap up here between 333 and 341. Uh, The buy-in is 306. That MACD, you can see it clearly down here. It's just been hovering down for almost all of September. Um, It just hasn't moved. It hasn't gone up. Means that there might be more downside to go. You just had that death cross of the, well, you're about to have the death cross of the the 50-day under the 200. So uh, that's one. O'Reilly Auto Parts, we brought this one up yesterday. Um, O'Reilly is one that uh, trade on the the fixing of cars, used cars. The used car market has never been stronger. People need parts. People need uh, to repair them. So O'Reilly Auto Parts is one. Uh, But I would be careful because that downturn there, that button hook, that scares me specifically with the most recent get in, get out. But you can see... This one, too, in September, the RSI has changed much more than Synopsis. But O'Reilly has had this little run-up here in the RSI, but you didn't see a huge run-up on the stock. You didn't see a huge run-up on the the MACD. So I would say be careful. This one, um, the the purchases, um, let's see, is it 694? Yeah, 694.59. It's trading at 693. It, it's a, a, a kind of a sketchy one in my mind uh, just because it's run up so much. Uh, another one that's sketchy but it had a cross-up is General Electric. This was a favorite of mine when I was a kid. Uh, and when I was a kid, I was talking about in my 20s. So some of you may be even younger than that one. But they've fallen on hard times. Clearly, you can see um, they've, they're they're hit by... Um, uh, uh, currency issues they're hit by badly run company um financials are just horrible 
you can see in September, it's been nothing but downside on the MACD. That's the only reason I would say it, it may be a good thing to get into this at 64. Uh, when we look at uh, Finviz and we look at GE, uh, their PE is, remember that the PE of the S&P is somewhere in the neighborhood of, um, uh, I think it's 16 or, or I think it's 18, 17, 18 right now. It's trading right at its average. Um, the market wants to bring it down. You're 44% above below your 52-week high, 7% above your 52-week low. Uh, the forward PE is 13. Still too high for this company. They're only paying a 0.5% dividend. It's it's nothing. I mean, this is it's it's the only reason I bring it up is it has its cross at 64. If you like GE, if you're in the medical field, um, and you use GE. Uh, MRI machines or something of that sort and you really believe in it it's a good entry point in my opinion I, I think there's better places to make your money here uh, and an energy one that is interesting but I don't recommend um, is Halidor Energy and it came up on my energy scan it's the only MACD cross up in the energy sector uh, from yesterday now I, I will read you, I will show you the chart first. The chart looks ugly. Um, and it's got a, a buy-in at $5.51. The reason I bring this up also is, see in September how that MACD kind of is trending down, but the RSI is kind of trending down, you're seeing it. That's that traditional button hook that you see in my algorithm at the bottom, which indicates that it might be going up. Now, here's my problem with this uh, stock. Um, and it comes from Finviz and it comes from the description. First off, they're not making money. You can see that they're just not making money. There is no dividend. Um, they are 167% above their 52 week low of $2. They are 30% below their 52 week high of $7 and 95 cents. Here's why I don't like this company. Go into the description. Uh, Halidor Energy Company, through its subsidiaries, engages in the production of steam coal in the state of Indiana for electric power generation industry. The company owns the Oak Town Mine 1 and Oak, Ten, Oak Town Mine 2 uh, underground mines in Oak Town, Indiana, and Ace in the Hole Mine, located in Clay City, Indiana. It is also involved in gas exploration activities in Indiana. Halidor Energy Company was founded in 1949. Um, you can see the the analysts don't cover this. Uh, the last analyst was FB&R Company. Outperform. They moved their price target from $12 to $11. It's trading at $5.52. By the way, that last analyst was from March 15th, 2017. So I don't like this one. It was the only one that came up in the energy sector. There were several others that I thought um, just weren't even worthy of mentioning, but I wanted to bring that up. Be careful in today's market. Today's market is going to wind up probably down at the end of the day. That's my prediction. Uh, I predicted yesterday was the bounce day. I just don't see any good information coming from this market. Um, the only reason you're seeing a bounce up when uh, England does that is because traders somehow seem to think that the easing in England is going to expand to easing here in America. 
I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I think Powell has it uh, kind of in his his wheelhouse to just continue. Um, Even in November, I don't see anything kind of changing that. I think he doesn't necessarily care about the markets per se. He wants to get inflation under control. And he wants to kill the job market in order to get inflation under control. Uh, Apple is down to 147. They're talking about the iPhone 14 production on CNBC. I, 147 load up they again if you have a thousand dollars that you want to put into apple buy a hundred at least a hundred dollars of it today at 147 and, and and if you don't like apple you'll have the opportunity to sell that at 160 147 uh, to 160 that's almost a 10 percent move but you'll absolutely have a chance to sell that at 160 at some point in time um you know again you want to add in a small portion just in case it goes in case it goes down to 130 like in June it goes down to 130s buy another you know hundred dollars worth um, you know until you get to that thousand dollars keep adding up on the way down and only do that in companies that are making money today my only recommendation and again because I'm a tech investor uh, Apple Microsoft and Google are the only companies that I would actually do that with. Um, Meta is, is Facebook is one. God, the valuation makes no sense whatsoever, but they're pouring so much money into the metaverse. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is so kind of out of touch um, from a management perspective. He doesn't have Sheryl Sandberg there anymore. There, there are some issues with Facebook. And, and that's the problem and why you probably don't want to go into that one as part of the fact. But as far as Apple goes, I think Warren Buffett's probably loading up on it down here. Uh, it, still, um, you know, he, he's got it overweighted in his index. I've got it overweighted in my uh, portfolio. So, but that would be where I would say. Um, in my opinion, with the VIX at 33, SVIXI might be a play. Uh, it doesn't move as much as Uvixi, but SVIXI might be a play. Remember to have the bear markets on today, SPXU, uh, SQQQ, and um, SARK. If you want, if you think the market's going to go up, use the UPRO, use SPXL, you can use SOXL and XOSS. Um, those are on the chips. Um, they are having a rough day as well. Um, you know, if you, if you want to invest in biopharma, uh, BIBB Biogen uh, had a uh, Alzheimer's drug uh, where they showed promise on it. So that's a huge one today. I think it's up 30%. It's probably undervalued even at that if their uh, Alzheimer's drug is that good. Probably still has more room to run. But again, in this market, I probably wouldn't put money into anything. I'm not necessarily trading anything. God, Microsoft's at 236 Microsoft at 236. That's just crazy to me. Um, but I've got enough money in there. Okay, that does it for the podcast. I'm going to cut it early. It's about a half hour, half hour long today. I'm trying to keep it at 30 minutes or under. So if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Remember, there's a support link. Um, if you find any of this, I would ask you in this market, probably not to tip me. Uh, if I've made you money, you can tip me. If you, It's some of those uh, inverse things that you've gotten. Boyle, KOLD, um, you know, SPXU, uh, SOX, SOSX, uh, any of those. If, if you've gotten those, eh, throw a tip my way.
But otherwise, I will talk to you tomorrow. Let's hope that the Bank of England didn't just screw things up. Have a great day.